You're presenting it right as he's singing it. Okay. It's a shame that you can't hear what you're presenting, bro. <laughs> ah, yes, you're listening to the soothing sounds of Carlos Paez, B-side players, and his jam, San Diego. Dude, he gives Third Avenue a shout out. You don't believe me? No, I've, I've heard this. That's all we need to hear about that right there. It's over. It oh, that's it. Just like yeah, that. That's, <laughs> oh, that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another episode of Dima Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. And a podcast brought to you by ghbuds.com. Grasshoppers. At Grasshopper. Tell me what happens before 10 a.m. Before 10 a.m., you get happy hour pricing. I believe the kids in the streets refer to it as wake and bake hours. Anything you order prior to 10? I'm not that cool. I don't know 15% what that means. 15% off your order. After 10 a.m., what code can you use for 15% off? Emo Brown. It, op- it unlocks a new level for of tomfoolery. Medicinal and <laughs> recreational needs. We are here. Go, consume, support local, do all the things. And the new storefront, where is it located? Why are you quizzing me, bro? Does, you, went there. you, <laughs> you missed out. It was twice. a good time. It's all here in Chula Vista. Sorry, it's all family friendly. It's all amazing. They had the mayor there. They had they had like officials. City government was there. Lamborghinis. There was. I, Lam- mean, I didn't belong. Yeah, <laughs> I rode a bike. <laughs> we would like to thank our Patreoners, but there's just too many of you. Yeah. So we won't. Congratulations. I'm just playing. We will, but not yeah. today. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, today joining us in the studio. Royalty. Is it royal? Oh, yeah, it's royalty. Oh, man. It's San Diego royalty. <laughs> <laughs> you know the best part is that I already know what these buttons mean, so yep. just watching them. You, know, <laughs> you know exactly what it yeah. is. Caesar, who do we have here today? Can, can we have you introduce yourselves, please? That would mean a lot to me. Ladies sure. first. Ladies first. Uh, my name is Christina Blake. I am the better half of Ooh. Blake. <laughs> the Blake Enterprise. <laughs> true, true, true. Now um, I want to leave the room. Es la verdad. Equal partner. Uh, we run West Coast Smoke and Tap House. Yeah. You know, Ryan's Bub. Um, we just started the Keg Seeker app um, and doing our nonprofit, uh, Sam's Special Assistance Manifested. Hustle, so hustle, hustle. And we have two gorgeous, amazing boys. Noise. Oh, Shout out to them. There it is. In the background, children. Yeah. <laughs> One of those, potentially my son-in-law. Yeah. Oh, there it we is. Haven't decided. Oh. We haven't yeah. decided. But we're Same age. All right. Good looking boy. I have to buy Tyson a goat, I think. How does that work? That's my joke, yeah, bro. Well, That's my joke. That goat, <laughs> as long as you turn that goat into birria, I'm good. <laughs> Time out. Yes. Did you hear that R roll? Uh, yeah. Come on. No, no, no. He out, he out, our role to you. No, la birria. Is that he said, want, Compita Tyson said birria. Yeah. It's, it's not C- Caesar throws it's an H birria, in there. birria, dog. He hit it. Okay. Caesar throws an H in there somehow. I don't know. <laughs> North, <laughs> County, <laughs> North County Mexicans. <laughs> Never trusted them. <laughs> I see why you don't go north. She is. Tyson Blake, tell us a little bit about yourself, sir. Uh, Tyson Blake, man. O'Brien's Pub, West Coast Smoking Tap House, Keg Seeker, Sam. All of the things. Making it go. Uh, Partnered up with my love, Christina. Uh, Partner with my other love, Tom Nickel, over at at O'Brien's. Christina's been accepting it. (laughs) But um, yeah, man. Right out of the gate. Been in the scene for a long time. How is it having a partner that's your wife? 
<laughs> That's hard to run a business, or is it easy I to mean, run a business? I married my we married yes, our best friend. Surprisingly, man. very easy. Nice. We don't leave anything unspoken about. Mm -hmm. We we make sure we tech we talk about everything and handle everything together. And um, yeah, I love my wife to death. Good, man. Yeah, I love my wife to death. You know, I mean. She's the most beautiful. Oh, you know it's coming, dog. I'm gonna I'm gonna sleep outside. Yo, you know, <laughs> she's the most precious person in the world to me. I love her, but I don't know if I could run and operate a business on the daily with her. Right. She is very. Um, she's a perfectionist. There's got to be one perfectionist in the right. family, yeah, especially when you're operating a business. You throw in three businesses. You throw in a nonprofit. Man, the family who works together stays together. Yeah, I, I definitely believe in that. It, you know, it's shared. Uh, it's shared opinions and shared. You know energy and 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 that's what it's about when you have that together i think it's it's easier than than, it, than it's hell yeah, like yeah. It's, it's <laughs> christina is like she's agreeing with everything she's like well done tyson well done i read my, I read my cue cards earlier so i, I, I couldn't even tell you were reading them right? <laughs> otherwise no. we wouldn't know what part to edit out like, no, but that, that's how that's how we do family already we keep right. everything open we talk about everything nothing's um you know off off the deck off the table. And we really mean, like so. what Same we do. Same with the kids. It doesn't feel kids like Kids know work. that too, right? Doesn't that make life easier? <laughs> when you really have a passion for something <laughs> you're involved with? We exactly. thoroughly enjoy and we get excited about every day. Yeah, and I it doesn't feel like we're doing work. We're just like, okay, we're going to bing, you know, bang out this and go to our one. Uh, oh, whoa, this is a family podcast. How long have you crazy kids all been married? Health, all the health. Uh, we've, oh my gosh. I know we've been together for 16. We've been, we're going, I think 13, 13. it'll be this yeah, year. Yeah. 13. Oh, we said that. The Felicidades. Wow. That is awesome. Yeah. We just blinked 13 times. But it was both of you. You didn't get in trouble because you forgot because she did too. I did. So I, yeah. I forget all We both, time. we saw each other doing the math for like 2008. Carrie, the toe. <laughs> 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 Miss Christina, what was your first job in this industry? What brought you, what attracted you to this industry? Well, in the beverage industry, I worked at Red Bull as a uh, marketing person, a uh, mobile marketing person. So Pretty nice. Went around to um, bars, events, festivals. She gave all the so wings out. I gave all the, the Red Bull. Because <laughs> I heard that's what second computer. I was yeah. like, that's right. I forgot Come that. on, Caesar. <laughs> Think in English, bro. Think in English, bro. Not the chicken wings. Yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> the wings. Um, and so uh, that just really sparked my interest to sell. I mean, because I was around liquor and beer all the time. So it got me really excited. Uh, moved to San Diego and then I started at San Diego Brewing Company. Nice. So worked as a bartender, hired as a bartender um, and just really loved beer. The, um, the, the whole process, selling it. Um, I loved how everyone was really excited about it. Obviously being um, a female back then, it was very difficult for me to sell it. But I think because I became more knowledgeable, knowledgeable about it, people were um, that, uh, that uh, unassuming thinking that I didn't know this made them more accepting to me, sell them really good products. Breaking news, fast forward to 2021. Yes. Shit still hasn't changed much. There seems to be a lot. It has. Yeah. No, no. And it's crazy. And currently it's right gross. now, we're, we're in an era where, as it should be, people are getting called out for their nonsense. People are getting yeah. called out more than nonsense mm -hmm. for for douchebaggery, for things that, you know, I feel like people always knew existed, but mm -hmm. fairly few people would actually bring it to the surface. Mm-hmm. You hate to see it, <laughs> but it's there. It came out. It, it came, came out, out wrong this weekend. Yeah. yeah. This last week's been crazy. It is, uh, you know, there's a, there's a, a major obligation that's been put on the plate for everyone to eat. Mm -hmm. And I think that the, 
we're going to see some interesting things happening. And it's not just, you know, is a state on top of, and it's not just exclusive to this industry. You know, I mean, I I feel like this industry felt for a long time that it was very protected, whatnot, but it's, it's always been there. Like you said, you felt like you've had issues in the beginning with being, I guess, not viewed as somebody who can sell beer. Right. You know, right. Fast forward. I mean, still people mm-hmm. will probably view you through those glasses. Like, right. She's a woman. Man, yeah. you know what? what I'm going to share this one with you. One of the things that made me fall in love with this one is how she could handle herself to any, to anybody. Yeah, so she could make, I, I love, I love that. Like starting when we first started just hanging out as friends and going to a bar, she could make a man bigger than me feel about two inches tall in a fucking sentence or two. You know, so she could always hold her own and make make things make things pretty pretty special and pretty amazing. Crazy, mom. We never, must be so married to the same know, wife. Never, <laughs> never, <laughs> say, never, had that, to, never had to worry. You know what I mean? That's where we get like, the label well, shit, as being aggressive, you, you being bitches, being you know someone who uh, you know just speaks oh, up for themselves, stands yeah, up for forbid, themselves. God forbid that. Yeah. Just don't fuck with me. Don't mm. be around. Don't give me that nonsense because I won't allow that. Mm. And I think um, you know I've been very fortunate to have jobs that I've not had to have a filter. Um, so I'm able to stand on my own and, you know, I know that everything that's going out right now, the people haven't had that opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Haven't had that opportunity. I say like, fuck it. Just say that, say what you need to say, because it's not, you know, if that's the job that doesn't support you, then don't be in that industry, not industry, but don't be in that job. Don't be in that position because don't compromise. mm -mm. You know, I feel Mm -mm. obviously no business is perfect. No human is perfect. If anything, use this moment as an opportunity to control out the lead and be like, okay, yeah, what have I done? How can I fix it? Right. Let's move forward and and create a better environment and a better industry for everybody involved. You know, for the longest time, man, this industry has been, you know, I'm looking at Tyson when I'm going to say this industry has been <laughs> white owned, bro. It's been, <laughs> it's been big white dudes with beards, nice you know, and it's like, it's like, it's always been like that. He intentionally shaved. Well done. And you know, like and my partner, my partner here, Kevin, you know, he's a big bearded white guy, mm-hmm. you know? So when people think, wait a minute, you own a brewery? And I'm like, yeah, but this is my partner. It's like, oh, okay, that's more like it, you know? <laughs> but I mean, one of the things that I like about, you know, being in this industry is that we can take down, tear down those stereotypes, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Guess what? When I open this brewery and I tell the story fucking a million times, it's like, don't open in Chula Vista. Mm-hmm. What are you doing opening a brewery in Chula Vista? Yeah. Mexicans don't drink craft beer. Uh, African-American, black people don't drink craft beer. Filipino people don't drink craft What are you doing? I was like, are you from Chula Vista? No. My dude, then you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, okay? Because this is our community. This is where we were raised. These are the people who are in this community. If you are the square peg in the round hole, so you don't have the right to tell us what we can and can't do. And I feel like one thing that I'm proud of is that we created a different layer, a different blueprint on how to operate a, a brewery. You know, it's not necessarily your, your your token like, oh, check, check, check. Oh, yeah, it's a brewery. Like we have a little, we have some things that don't necessarily mesh with everything else, you know? Mm. Something to be said about that. And I feel like that that's the reason why I do go to these breweries or buy from small businesses that are woman owned or black owned or, you know, Asian owned because I want to have that support from them. So it's, I mean, white guy that owns it, it's not going to be, you know, not anything that I'm going to be like, oh, okay, I won't. I can't go here, you know, but still. (laughs) But it is Mm -hmm. something that I'm just will fully support because that is something that's, you know, not the standard. I like to support a community, yes. you know, as opposed, yes. as opposed to just like one aspect right. of the community. For me, right. it's like, okay, you know what's underserved? Chula Vista. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I'm from there. 
So let me go ahead and see what we can do to help this industry flourish in this community. Absolutely. You know, unfortunately, it, it's it's worked out so far, you know, four years. So we, we don't know what the future here. holds. You know, we don't know what the Man, future it's, holds. It's, but it's crazy that you say four years. Here. Yeah, we did. We loved yeah. it and had so much fun. Well, yeah, it's guys. crazy yeah. that you say four years because it feels uh, by the impact that you guys and others have contributed here in Chula Vista, it feels a lot longer than four it years. It really does. Cause it's been, so it's, it's been a marathon the, Tyson. The, the, <laughs> the splash, uh, that ripple is, is continuing to, to spread and it's a beautiful thing. So well, thank you to you guys for you supporting and the other, uh, business people here in, in Chula Vista for doing amazing things. It's pretty fucking awesome. Tell so. me about O'Brien's. Well, 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 that's that, that, that's have you been about. to that place though? Where? Brian's? You check it Again, out. another it's place another I have to check out. Check now, out. alcohol is served there, right? If I'm correct. So we just got our license. We graduated from the <laughs> soda bar. Well done. Uh, where we soda fountain. only served soda with two straws, just in case you know. Uh, you want to make friend. Just in case you're on yeah. a date. Yeah, you're going to make a friend. They were they're uh, boba straws. So, uh, <laughs> that way you can either get there quicker, or you know, or, or you know. How long has O'Brien's been established? Twenty-seven years. Jesus year Christ. Uh, Twenty-seven. Yeah. It's old enough to vote, drink. Do all the things. All the things. All the things. Yeah. All of yeah. You can actually yeah. run a car now. Yeah. 25, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shit. All right. Cool. <laughs> you did the math. Yeah. yeah. Real all, quick. All, the, all the connections are made, you know? So How was O'Brien's birthed? And what is your involvement from the beginning to where you currently guys are now? Okay. Oh uh, so Brian's was birthed by. That's a loaded question. I know. How much time you got? I'll, I'll run it down pretty quick here. Uh, Jim O'Brien uh, opened O'Brien's back in 1994. Uh, awesome dude. Still comes to the pub today. Nice. Uh, uh, volleyball and basketball coach back in the day. Has a couple of kids now doing his thing and is in real estate now. Uh, but started, wanted to open uh, a tap house restaurant um, that supported local craft and uh, European beers as well as, you know, back then you kind of had to still carry some of the crap on tap. Um, but it's crazy. I looked at a, a picture of the original tap list. There was uh, 16 beers on tap and it was fucking cool to look at. Cause you had, you did have Budweiser on tap, but you had Boddington's and Sierra Nevada, but you had Sierra Nevada, Bigfoot, their mm. barley wine, and then anchor old foghorn barley wine oh. on tap, nectar ales and hop the town. Hop town was a brewery back then. I don't know if you guys yep. ever heard of it. I don't think I have. Check this out. They made a beer when I first started going to O'Brien's in 2001 was on tap on Nitro, a double IPA called DUIPA. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Which there's do that now. Do, no, that now. do that now. <laughs> you're going to say, you're going to have to say it stands for something else. Yeah. But, but I, Nitro double IPA, 10%. D-U-I-P-A? D-U-I-P-A. Oh, crazy hop town. Yeah, they're not around anymore. Uh, you know, maybe a little bad, bad bad, business practice or whatever, but they made pretty awesome beers. And uh, anyway, super cool stuff. Jim O'Brien, uh, awesome guy, kind of, Created a wonderful uh, culture there as well. So there's still uh, muggers. We have a mug club there mm -hmm. that, you know, you don't buy into, you earn. You over, earn that. You don't earn ask about it. Over patronage. We're going to have to see you every day for a bunch of years. Nice. Uh, you but, guys are north of the 54, also, though, right? You, have to be <laughs> you have to be an ambassador to the place. You have nice. to treat it like it's your own. You have to be, mm -hmm. you know, protecting of the staff and and uh, contribute to the to the culture. And, and then you still might not get one. I mean, I would go, <laughs> I would go watch football games with the American outlaws. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. do, do I yeah. get a pass? No, you're, you're, on, your, <laughs> you're on your Christina's way. Christina's right like, there. Oh. you're definitely on your way right day, there. All day long. Shit, I'm not yeah. even here every day, guys. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Exactly. <laughs> and I live three blocks from here. Yeah. And then Tom, uh, Tom Nickel, uh, Jim was looking to sell it. Oh, this is kind of interesting. Jim sold it in, uh, Oh one to a Korean family. Mm -hmm. They took it over. 
did not do very well. Oh. So Jim bought it back a year later. Hopefully for less. I don't know how much he bought it for, but hopefully for less. Good business practice would say yes, less. Bought it back, uh, kind of got it back to where it was supposed to be, which is, you know, basically where, where, where we've taken it and made it even more special. Tom Nickel uh, bought it in 2003, and then I came on in 2010, right before Max, our first son, was born. And uh, Tom took it into this wonderful space where it was recognized internationally as a, as a great beer bar to visit and some incredible events. And so many of my firsts were actually at O'Brien's as a patron in the early 2000s. And then uh, Tom and I became great friends and he offered a job and it was the right time. And I came on 2010 and now we're partners. There it is. That's oh, insane. Yeah. That's how you wrap up a career in five minutes, bro. Uh, That's how <laughs> <laughs> Except that career has expanded. I got a, a job. I bought into the company, of, and now yeah. it's mine. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of well, he's he had an opportunity with uh, I think us coming over there to open Nickel Beer Company, which mm -hmm. is something he wanted to do. He brewed Beautiful. for a long time and is a, a world class brewer. Uh, uh, back at OG's, which was stuffed pizza back then, stuffed pizza brewing yeah. became OG's. Oh, wow. And he was a brewer there and uh, got out of the game to run the, to get into the pub game and then was always looking to get back. So got back into brewing with Nickel Beer Company up in Julian. Julian. Oh, uh, gorgeous with, spot. With, with a little bit I've of, never been. of help Great from him being I've never been. Oh, really? It's not really. a Julian. Really? <laughs> no, it's a Julian. I've just <laughs> never. <laughs> if I gave you a map and asked you to point at Julian, you'd point at Nicaragua. I'd point, an, I'd point at apple pie. I'd be like, there. <laughs> you, you would point at South America and be like, probably there, right? Dude, I sound like such Somewhere a weenie never leaving here. here. <laughs> Jesus Somewhere Christ. Around. You're comfortable here. I am very yes. comfortable. Listen, you have kids. Yes. I have kids, you know, and, and it's like we, we get set in our little routines. You know, we get set in, in their activities and what they have to do. There's not enough hours in the day. Right. You know, you guys are very business parents, very business, busy business owners. You know, we are the same way. And it's like, we got to make sure that all the boxes are checked, all the I's are dotted, and all the T's are crossed. And by the time we do all of those things, it's like, oh, it's 6 p.m. Where do you want to go? Oh, well, to yeah. sleep. <laughs> to sleep, yeah. You know? And, and like, I'll give you, uh, look, you have three kids, you have three businesses. Mm. So I say this all in jest, but it's still funny. Yeah, he's just like ridiculing me. <laughs> and it's weird because O'Brien's was, I was part of uh, the San Diego State business of craft beer. You know, like I was the, the, the first graduating class. Oh, cool. So we would go. To, you know, to, yeah. to, to O'Brien's and, and we would go and meet up and do homework and do assignments there. And it was all part of what we did, you nice know, name for it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and, we, and we would go and I was always a part of that, but I never knew, I still to this day don't know Tom Nickel. I never knew the history of it. And then I feel that's, that's a lot of places in San Diego with me. Cause I am from Chula Vista and that's no excuse, but we're very, um, sheltered in what we do down here. We know La Bella, we know Lolita's, we know things that we deal with. And that's a wrap. And don't move me, beer. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so, but when I went to O'Brien's and I went to that neighborhood, I was like, oh shit, uh, this is awesome. The food is great. The beer selection is great. I was like, I can get into this if it wasn't for that 20 minute drive going up north. <laughs> you know? It is one of my favorite things when I refer people there and they look at it and they go, oh, it's just a pub. And I'm like, mm, fail. You please, go there and you see all please. of your friends there, people in the industry. I mean, it's just a very comfortable place. It's, very uh, non-pretentious. It's yeah, not yeah. the kind of place that we're looking to 
get you in and get you out. You oh. can hang out for six hours. Yeah, you feel like family there. That was a weird thing coming out of a pandemic when they were like, oh, limit your seating to 90 minutes. I'm like, that's not fucking happening. Because <laughs> <laughs> these people have been waiting a fucking year to get back. Yeah, they're yeah. not going anywhere. I can't wait to see. If we get know, them out of here in 90 days, Bill, it's a success. Mm-hmm. Christina <laughs> brings up a valid point. She says it's always. not one of those pretty, always, a pretentious <laughs> bar. I grew up during the era mm. where San Diego was littered with pretentious yep. bars, bars yeah. mm-hmm. that would ultimately lead me to be like, I don't want to be part of this community. Yeah. I don't want to come and drink no. here. I, I would go, I, and I always forget like, the name. You, you're being pushed through exclusion. Like, you don't, yeah. who the fuck I'm wants like, that? No, that, I would go to a bar powerful. in North Park. And when every time I went to this bar in North Park, I would get to the front and I would be like, okay, I'm down to three beers that I think I want to try. And I was like, you know, I was young in the game. Mm. Yeah, and my palate is my palate sucks still. Cause I just like loggers and, and whiskey, but I would go to the front and be like, I think I want these good. three beers. Well, you got to decide. Cause there's a long line of people waiting. And if you don't know, please step to the side. I was like, damn, homie, I was going to ask you like, like what do you recommend? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, no, nah, we don't have time for recommendations. I need what, what are you going to order? Yeah. You don't get to try this. And I was like, all right, that, dude. Uh, and I just never came back. Mm-hmm. You know, I never went back. And then fast forward that brew, that place is out of business. So, I mean, a lot of dots got to connect to make mm-hmm. this shit work. And I feel like customer service and making people feel comfortable. And it's what, one of the things that we hang our hat on here. Mm-hmm. Like we are a Fisher Price Brewing mm-hmm. for Chula Vista. Mm-hmm. You know, when I say that, it's like, this is a lot of people in our community's first fucking brewery. Mm-hmm. They've never been to another brewery. They just said, oh. It's an incredible opportunity. Third Avenue has a brewery. Yeah. You know, I want to go to this brew. I've never been to a brewery. I don't know what to order. You get to help people cut their teeth. Hello. Yeah. So people come in and ask us. What is like a Corona? Yeah. Mm. What can I have that's like a Bud Light? Yeah. What can I have that's like a Heineken? You know, and I tell our staff, like, it's important because everybody who I hired is is usually from here and usually has the same background than I do. It's like, we were raised on this, on drinking Carta Blanca, Dos, dos X, Pacifico. Like, those Modelo. are the beers that we drank. Modelo, that's what we drank. And we drank for, 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 we always drink, pretty much. But I mean, those are the, I was going to say, we drink for like barbecue. No, no, I'm okay. We, drink, we always drink. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Oh, you're having a kid. Here, have a beer. Oh, you're done. We always drink. I was about to call you out. You already used the homework assignment <laughs> bullshit. So we were going to let you slip on twice. Of- but it's like, I, I want everybody here to feel like they're part of something. Yeah. You know, if you're going to survive yeah. in a community, especially after the pandemic, you mm-hmm. know, especially after everything that we've gone through, the selection of where you're going to go, where you're going to travel, what you're going to spend your money on has dwindled, 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 dwindled. Mm. So if you're the opportunity, if you're the option, you better make sure you're firing on all cylinders. Going there for a reason. Yeah. So it's like, I don't want our staff, my coworkers, my people here to be presenting in a very like mm, pessimistic, douchebaggy way. Like, oh no, we don't have that here. We don't do that here. No, you have an opportunity. People come, are already going out and it's the best industry to be in because they're going out to have a good time yeah. and to spend money. Yep. All you got to like do you're is you're already coming <laughs> at you with a good energy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, holy shit. How many fucking industries have that? Fuck. Right? I guess I want this beer. Damn. Go ahead. Give it to me. Yeah. You know? it's like, yeah. It's no, I'm really excited to be here and try your product that your brewer has worked so hard on. And, Can I and give it, you money gone, for it? Yeah, you know? Can I please through, like, give you money for it? Multiple design changes of yeah. that recipe to make it as delicious as they're proud to make it. And, and then you have that opportunity to sell it and, and, what's really and to, cool. give, yeah, to give them a, a chance to experience things that they didn't know they liked. And you just yeah. showed, you just opened a fucking door, yep. showed them a, a movie that they didn't know that existed. It's our job to you know grow I mean? this industry. Right. It's yeah. our job to grow this industry. Right. Yeah, well, is. and then what's interesting with our servers and, you know, both places, O'Brien's and West Coast, 
is that they're they're there to educate mm -hmm. our customer and whatnot, but it's really neat to hear the customers chime in. Like, oh my gosh, if you like that beer, you'll really like this. And so yeah. all of a sudden, this maybe new person that's coming in for the first time has this warm welcome of the regulars mm -hmm. who now those new people are going to stay and become future regulars. Yeah. So it's a very warm community at both places you where they just really are interested and re really eager to have them. We refer to that as like re relationship-based selling. It sounds like right. super mm -hmm. corporate, super this, but I mean- you're selling your product based on a relationship that you've established. Right. Mm. And once that is that relationship has been established, it's very difficult for that customer, that consumer to be like, nah, I don't want to be a part of that anymore. Right. When you open the doors and I'm assuming it's the exact same way at O'Brien's because I've been there. We want to make sure that we're giving you like the ambiance. The beer is secondary in most cases. Most people want to go to an establishment, hang out, sit down, talk to their buddies, discuss highs go over lows you know plan things it, it's a it's an area where people want to go hang out and just unwind the last thing they want to worry about is somebody tell them no no it's nothing like that oh no we don't do this oh you shouldn't drink that beer like this this beer you better taste this and then it's like no 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 like what we're trying to do is build a relationship with our customer and ultimately they'll keep coming back and not only that they're going to tell a friend and keep telling another friend and family and ultimately it all comes full circle well no time was it more evident than the last year where people will vote with their dollar yeah mm -hmm. and that's mm -hmm. why certain businesses thrive and certain businesses died and there's something to be said about that but even like i was introduced to this industry in 2010 roughly did you speak english then nel ah, okay nel. i, I uh, <laughs> Uh, Rosetta Stone. St. Paul Sinaloa. Rosetta Stone. <laughs> Big Bird. <laughs> but being from North County, I learned a lot going to Churchill's. Mm. That was like my home away from home. Cheers, Ivan. The Good dude. Set, yeah, God, Good dude. I love Ivan. Yeah. I, yeah. If dude. he drops that restraining order, we're going to be friends again. Yeah. Um, but one of the first three places I went was O'Brien's. Mm. And there's something to be said about like, what you feel when you walk into a place and you know the feeling that Christina said where everyone wants to help you out. Mm. Everyone wants to make you feel like you belong. Everyone wants to help you learn what you're doing. Cause you know, I felt like an idiot, like not knowing about this yeah. explosive trend, explosive industry. Mm. Like, wait, what do you order? That sounds good. <laughs> what, what does that taste like? And asking my friend and my friend that got me into beer had a really cool rule for me. He's like, do your first 90 days, never order the same beer twice. Yeah. Nice. Keep like trying that. new stuff. It's a good stuff. rule. Uh, Keep very trying good rule. new stuff, you know? And and I remember the first time I tried a sour beer, I'm like, damn, that beer went bad. That's Yo! <laughs> Should I say something to the bartender? I actually had that same exact story <laughs> at O'Brien's as a customer in O2. I went in with, with Doug Duffield, who was a yeah. brewer at Ballast Point, uh, helped create Sculpin. Yeah. Uh, he brought me in there my first time and went several, like probably in that same week, I went like seven more fucking times. <laughs> but um, he sat, we sat down at the bar and then someone popped a bottle and, and shared it with the whole bar. And I was like, well, this is a fucking thing. That's awesome. Like, yeah. so generous. <laughs> and I turned to Doug and I was like, I think this guy's Heineken went bad. <laughs> and it was, it was Hanson's goose. Yeah. And yeah. It was my first, it was my first goose. It was my first uh, like, was true sour. And I was like, fuck, I think his Heineken went bad. Yeah. Somebody gave me like, like, oh, the, it's supposed to be like that. Do I tell him? Do I tell him? Tell me more. Whatever. Yeah. Oh my God. I was like, oh, do I say something to the bartender? Yeah, it's like, balsamic yeah, vinegar. vinegar. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, a Duchess has been uh, the gateway in yes. so many people's lives into the sour zone. But, but look what that did! Like that, that feeling has kept me coming back for eleven years. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's it's it's turned places that I went to to 
you know, try to educate myself, try to better understand this industry into now places that are like a second home for me. Nice. Mm-hmm. So there's something about creating that culture and that ambiance mm-hmm. that goes such a long way. It's cheers, man. Ultimately, uh, it, no, it, they it, pour it's, shitty pints in well, cheers. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah. Right? I saw the meme, bro. <laughs> but guess what brings them back? It, even if you pour a shitty pint, they'll yeah. still come back to cheers. Why? Because they had created an ambiance where people want to be a part of it. Yeah. You know, yep. you can shit on somebody. And people still come back so long as you know it's like, oh, I'm Just part of this. Like, I'm part of this group. Like, yeah. I, ultimately, we're humans, bro. We're ultimately, we're, we're very social people. Yep. We, we want to be part of something. We want to attach ourselves to something, be part of a movement, good, bad, or otherwise. We just want to be included, mm. you know? And I feel like O'Brien's captures that, Yeah, you know? I've always wanted to open a pub. But that food aspect just scares the shit out of me. I'm not <laughs> even gonna lie. Such good food. Oh, I remember taking my mom there for this time. It's no, no sé qué lo que voy a comer, mijo. I don't know what I'm gonna like. And luckily that day, Humberto was making his chile verde. Uh, uh, bro, now my mom's like, oh, I said O'Brien's oh, la comida está pero. Hey, say O'Brien. Oh, <laughs> Hell nice. yeah, bro. But see, yeah. now Umberto's back over at, at yeah, yeah, West Coast. Yeah, so I'll text Caesar. I'll be like, I have pizzole today. You better come <laughs> yeah, through. Bro. Tell us about West Coast. What's yeah, going I, on I there? I get those oh, texts, bro. Oh, my goodness. We call uh, West Coast the O'Brien's. East, 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 East O'Brien's. Yeah. Okay, oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. East, O'Brien's East. East O'Brien's. Where's it located? On Lake Murray Boulevard. Okay. So it's like on that border. Arizona. Of- uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like in this weird it's next to like Havasu. Ah, yes, uh, yes. Of La Mesa and San Diego. It's not very. It's by San Diego State. Uh, kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Well, okay. It's yeah. actually on the other side of the highway, so you're as fur as far north as you can go in La Mesa for the most part. Yeah. Almost San Carlos. Okay. On nice. Lake Murray yeah. Boulevard. Yeah, almost to. That's Navajo. another place that I remember going on early on during the Larry days, and yeah. Yeah. you know, falling in love with that place as well. Uh, just a little bit out of the way and. When you guys became more involved, I was like, oh, well, Humberto's over there. Christina's oh, over no. there. Yeah, yeah. It's gone through some really great uh, chapters in its, in its book it of existence. Definitely. And uh, Larry Coger opened it um, with Tom Nickel back in 2012. Yep. And uh, he, Larry was a patron of, of O'Brien's for a bunch of years, also a pastor. Uh, and one of those guys that just brought people together. When you were in Larry's presence, you felt comfortable. It Welcome. Was just, yeah. just talking or, or being in his eyes was like a hug. You know what I mean? Just a really amazing dude. And uh, he really wanted to open a pub. Like he wanted he wanted that aspect. He wanted like an O'Brien's feel. You know what I mean? He wanted to, to, to own and be a part of that. And he would work the room. It was mm-hmm. really incredible. Um, you know, rest in peace. He, he passed away yeah. uh, almost you know, five years ago. And, uh, wow, it has and, been fun. And then uh, in 2019, uh, we had an opportunity to get in there. And Christina, fucking chingona, fucking damn dog. She, Look fucking, at you. That's took, why he's sleeping inside and you're sleeping outside. There it is. <laughs> no, but seriously, I like I mean, it outside. It, it, it takes it takes a, a team to make things go, but Christina right. really took the reins and uh, just to see and, its potential. Pointed the, the horse in the right way. You know what I mean? And and then uh, we already had, I, I think, a pretty decent crew. Great back of the house crew with Umberto back there. Um, cleaned up the front of the house a little bit. Communication got cleaned up. Dude, I gotta meet this dude Umberto doc. Oh, bro. Oh, Jesus God. Christ. Oh. Yo, you're gonna fall in love. Jesus Christ. Oh. Sounds like Umberto's at the center of all these stories, bro. <laughs> really, really, in our, in our relationship, it's Tyson and I and then Tom and Umberto. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's us four. It's nice. really our, yeah. our, mm-hmm. our core. Yep. And then the importance of having a, a squad, a core to operate these oh, businesses dude, never has it been more relevant than now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need, you need those people in the right places. You need somebody that knows knows each area of what they're taking care of and ultimately yeah. report to each other and be like, this is how we get it done. And a, and a, a, a major 
level of respect for each other. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Because yeah. yeah. once, uh, if, if owners are in line in that regard, your, your, um, employees will, will see that and be inspired. Because well, at both you places, know? you guys don't just run a daily operation. You have specials, you have mm-hmm. beer dinners. Whoa. Whoa. You know. <laughs> You've been canceled. Within the views of the guests of the email podcast, not reflect the host of the email podcast. People don't understand that that when you're an owner operator, an owner operator has to be in the thick of it. You have to be in the middle of everything. You may not always be visible, but you're there. Your handprints and your your presence is always felt. You know, if it's not. I feel like that's when a, a business, the brand, whatever you're operating, kind of loses its luster. It kind of loses the the everything you've put into it, you know? And I support, like I said, I love supporting community. Like you guys took over O'Brien's, got married, did your thing. Now you moved that community, that element of what you guys have to a new spot, you know, West Coast. Right. And you're ultimately going to do the exact same thing that you've done at O'Brien's and anything else you've they been, you know? Have. And it's there. You know, and it's like now anything else moving forward, you've unlocked a level of blueprints. Like we have the blueprint. I can go wherever we want. And if we take this blueprint, it should work. And Mm -hmm. that's what we've done with West Coast. And I, you know, the community support has been phenomenal. Good. You know, we have a lot of O'Brien's customers coming in and- they make not, the trek. They make the journey. Not, well, yeah. Well, they, yeah. Or they were making well, the trek to the neighborhood and didn't realize yeah. that yeah. it was there. That's what we're finding in the last couple ah. of years. They lived in the neighborhood and didn't realize it was there. And that's what I think it's really interesting to, to see what 2020 did for West Coast mm-hmm. in a to, in a to go. They were working oh from my home. god, your to go was yeah. insane. Our 2020 was better than our 2019. There it is. Sales. Dude. And you know what? Mm-hmm. People some people and businesses are afraid to admit that. Yeah. But ultimately you succeeded and you excelled because you tapped into something that worked and you provided something that people wanted in your neighborhood. Right. And you came out Smelling like daisies on the other end. We didn't yeah. give up. And when you know, I, not I, necessarily daisies. Yet. The daisies haven't sprouted, but they're on their they're way. They're there. You yeah. planted just, them seeds, bro. Yeah, <laughs> seeds got planted, and and our and our customers and and the support of I think we always call our pub family. Yeah. Uh, watered those seeds. They see you guys grinding. They see yeah. you guys there day yeah. in day out. They yeah. see you guys yeah. operating. And failure's not an option, man. We yeah. all have families. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's mouths to feed, and that's what I tell these guys. Yeah. Is like, man, I don't, I don't, I don't grind. I don't. I don't go work at UPS. I, I don't uh, work at the, or have the Elwood or have the brewery or do the podcast or do the foundation like as a dick drop to people or like, oh, look what I can do. Right. It's like, I have to do these things. Yeah. Yep. If I don't do these things, if I don't push the needle to make these things happen, I have three little mouths and a wife to take mm-hmm. care of. And there's responsibilities. If I drop the ball on any of these things, downfall of dominoes. Yep. So it's not a matter of like, look what I can do. I am out hustling you. It's what I Cause I feel like do. people look at that when you, when you see yeah. a couple that's working hard and you see that they're successful in everything that they're involved with and they're touching things and they're growing things and they're planting seeds. And ultimately there come the daisies, you know, people just say, Oh, these fucking guys, mm-hmm. they're doing it again. No. They don't understand that you're hustling, that you're no. grinding. It's not a, it's not a coincidence Ugh. that you guys are successful. Yeah. You know, it's not a coincidence that everything is working in your favor. You guys have put in the work and the effort mm-hmm. and the community recognizes it and right. they come out and they support. Well, it's a, it's, I think it's a, it's a product that they want to, and mm-hmm. they want to be a part of it. Like we talked about, you know, community is huge, you know, it wouldn't be anything without our pub families, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that that's, Big, but the the grind is real, and there's no there's no stopping us one because we won't fucking give up. Yeah, but um, you know, 
someday we'll actually make some money. <laughs> I was told you'd get a million dollar check when you open a brewery. Uh, where is this check? <laughs> no neighborhood yeah. exemplifies that more than I think the convoy neighborhood does. Cause there is 3000 businesses within like walking distance. We're 98% restaurants in our fucking Isn't it insane? Like just, just your parking lot in itself, mm-hmm. man. Like, and and again, the, to to be able to have that level of recognition and success, I think says a lot about what you guys do. The point that I was alluding to earlier was, since I've been going there, you're always present, the both of you. I, I've seen you before. We had a good personal friendship and relationship. And yeah, too late. I fucking said it. You can't take it back now. But um, you guys- I'll sign were, off on the, that. The, <laughs> the beer dinners, the events, you guys were always present. And I think that's what- helps places like you succeed and that's what you're doing now at west coast and umberto and tom have always been a part of that as Mm -hmm. well and that's why i think that's why you succeed and that's why the elwood and that's why the manhattan succeeds because the people that own it the people that love it are always there and they're always handling business and that just that goes a long way for a consumer for somebody who again whether we like to admit or not like you said earlier yeah people are coming out with an attitude to spend and an attitude to hang out but you also vote with your dollar where you go and when you're in a business where o'brien's is and there's 50 options and great ones around you Mm -hmm. guys and great i love what your community does together but it's just it it, people do that because of what you've built there's a sense of pride right now with 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 people in their community and they want they're very like oh I don't know what the the word yeah, in English is. They're very out. I wish we had video. Right? <laughs> they're very boisterous about who they support and how they yeah. support. Proud. And I feel I think proud. proud, proud very yeah. proud. Yeah. ESL, bro. I'm learning. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking learning, dog. Um, and then, fucking proud. They're very proud of, of the neighborhood and the community that they represent, man. Yeah. And uh, they come out in droves, and they have no fucking shame in saying O'Brien's is my spot, and this is why. Yep. West Coast is my spot, and this is why. Yep. You know, three punk is. Virgin is my Elwood is my, you, right. be, you know, no Yodas. you know, and, and it's true. I feel like the pandemic forced everyone to look inward. Yeah. Obviously nobody was available to go outward. And look, and if they yeah. were, it was most places were closed. The call to arms was serious, man. It, it really, yeah. it really yeah. was. And now those things are coming to fruition. It's like, Oh shit. Well, here we are kind of on the other side of all of this. We're going to keep supporting these guys. Cause these guys were here for us when yeah. everyone else was kind of shut down or there was no other options. These guys set up a to go and, I didn't know about the to-go thing until you were saying it. So that shit was, it was a killer. Yeah, absolutely. Well, not only that, with to-go, we also did the beer dinners to-go where we had a video um, that corresponded with the three-course dinner. What? So we, we, I mean, no, I don't want to say we. He was very innovative in it. I was, you know, trying to homeschool our children and trying to (laughs) figure out. Isn't that awesome? (laughs) I was trying to figure out what time to start drinking wine. Um, But it was something really cool that a lot of customers really uh, took in and, and did. I mean, we had so much. Why do you think that you is? Know, we realized it was an opportunity uh, to get that interaction yeah. again. Yeah. That's yeah. the one thing we're missing. The biggest thing, like the social had, aspect of it. To go windows at both places. You're not going to have a, as long a conversation as you would normally have in the pub at the bar, chopping it up. Uh, so being able to actually be in in someone's home, you know, via a, a Facebook video or Instagram video, w- was man, it was incredible. The the support and, and that reaction. So people were able to go to the window, order their beer pairing, mm-hmm. purchase the beers involved in the dinner and the beer pairing, take it home, 
log on to social media, click on, oh, this is the dinner I purchased. Boom, sit down. And then good old Tyson's yeah. going to come out and say, yeah, show you how to these cook. Brussels sprouts go with this. Yeah. Try it. No, and, and we made them the cook. Cooking. We made them Oh, cook. shit. So it was a whole Sam yeah. the Cooking yeah. Guy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. We, we pretty what much. What, what happened? Why did I know? Uh, You're a bad <laughs> friend, bro. Uh, <laughs> You're would, would you have gone? <laughs> No, I would have no, said no, you, you fool. You're gonna drop that shit off, man. <laughs> Bitch, I'm like a gremlin with water. If I could drop, ah! <laughs> it, it, it was after midnight. I, I would have driven it over here. <laughs> yeah, but I you know, I, I think there were so many businesses trying to, you know, well, many businesses. I can't say them. Uh, trying to do something, find their something niche, in, innovative, mm-hmm. uh, find an, another way. Right, turn the turn the ball, try and and roll that way, or you know. How do we we learned this, how to this, dance. There's dude. lots of paths to get up that mountain. You know we I mean? learned like, how go. to dance. And yeah. unfortunately, for those that didn't learn or reluctant to learn how to dance, they're, it, it, it's a tough climb out now. Yeah. You know, this is a bit, small business isn't for everybody. Yeah. You know, owning and operating a business isn't for everybody. It's hard work. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like you said, and hopefully if we keep running, maybe we'll turn a profit, you know? And, mm-hmm. and then people say it in jest, but I feel like it's legitimately true. Mm-hmm. You got to, we didn't, you didn't hustle. Because it was like, oh, this is, this is, this is it. I have to. No, no, you did it because there was no other alternative. You said failure is not an option. Absolutely. And that's a reality. Yeah. That's a fucking reality that a lot of people don't understand. He's like, well, why not? I mean, because you have a nine to five job in a cubicle. That's there. Not now. You took it home. It's still there. Mm-hmm. When you're operating a small business, there's nobody there to provide you the, 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 the financial parameters from which to succeed and, and draw that income to go home and feed your two children and make sure you have enough energy to crack open that bottle of wine at the end of the day from teaching these children. Mm-hmm. Like you have to make sure that there is no option. We have to keep this going. Mm-hmm. That made, I feel like that made some small businesses stronger for those who really wanted it. hundred percent. You know, I, like more, more than proud. not even the word, but more than proud of our whole staff mm-hmm. for making that period of time go, uh, you know, proud of each other, um, uh, proud of our, of our patrons and our pub families. Hell yeah, man. For, That's fucking for, rad. For showing that love and understanding that we needed it. You know what yeah. I mean? And then just persevering, keeping our head up above water and, you know, treading baby. Trajectory will keep going up now when, when, when the community and your people see that they're, they're not all of a sudden just going to turn it off and be like, oh, well, it looks like they're on their way up again. Let's turn this up. I- See, that's the interesting thing. So the same people who were buying these beer dinners were mm. the same people who had been to the beer dinners that were at nice. the restaurant. Oh, and those beer so dinners are so legendary. They were always <laughs> so much fun. I mean, the food and drinks were good, but it was the energy of the mm-hmm. of the uh, event that just made a world of difference yeah. because it was the brewery that was there was, no matter who it was, was always outlandish out you know just so, so fun they're just had great energy yeah. and then the you know after party dancing, uh, <laughs> dancing on the bar top <clears throat> there's after parties excuse me <laughs> excuse uh, me sir that was that's that ghost that's been in this room that finally spoke but it was just really fun. i mean there everyone had a really good time and it um we're very fortunate that it was a lot of the same people going to the yeah. um beer dinners but also the new people that came were like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is such, and then from then, why wasn't I privy to this before? They were, became regulars, you know, of the beer dinner. And, Mm. um, so it, it was just really neat that that was. Yeah. Yes. Child. Really lucky. And after all of these things, you felt like you still had time in the day to operate O'Brien's, to operate West Coast, to take care of your family, raise the children. You're like, (laughs) let's go ahead and try a new venture. Enter Keg Seeker. Uh, uh, Tell us a little bit about Keg Seeker. 
So uh, pre-pandemic. Yeah, this uh, we actually started Keg Seeker February 2020. <laughs> great, great time to start a business. All the unicorns and rainbows. Right uh, 2019, um, uh, longtime customer of the pub and and friend uh, Mahim Ranjan uh, came up to me and after watching you know ten different reps, beer reps come up and you know try and sell beer and talk beer and you know this that and the other try and get some real estate on the on the tap tower and he's like hey yeah what's going on there I'm like ah oh, this and he's like oh that's crazy. Does that happen often? I'm like, yeah, every day. And, uh, and he's like, well, how could this be made easier? I'm like, man, it'd be freaking awesome to get, you know, a website or an app or something where I could see brands from distributors as well as, uh, self-distributed breweries, cider makers, kombucha makers, uh, all in one spot. And he's like, well, should we work on that? And I said, well, yeah, let's see, let's see what we can do. And um, over the next couple months, he built a website and we started approaching breweries in January uh, 2020. Uh, and the idea is, was an order platform, right? This is a space that breweries can get on and buyers can get on and post product for sale. So a brewery rep, a sales team, a brewer, if you're doing all of those jobs, sometimes some of these small breweries, you're <laughs> yeah. a brewer and you're the sales team and you're the janitor and, you know, can get on, post their product for sale, uh, create a, a great little kind of landing page for your product, put the description that you want on there rather than a distributor's description and uh, and post that product for sale, whether it's a, their cans or bottles or six or half barrels. And a buyer can go on there just like browsing Amazon and uh, click on a beer that they want to order, add it to their cart, and send that send that order email to. Uh, Seems so uh, easy that you think it would have already been in in process or yeah. something had already been established. Yeah, I think other I think others have, have tried it and um, maybe just didn't get the legs under them and yeah. and whatnot. But uh, you know, again, we don't give up, so we we're persevering. We uh, within a couple months we had thirty breweries sign nice. up. So to me, that was not like a hey Tyson started this thing, let's get on it. It's a it's your fucking business. It You're works. not going to do something that you don't think has an op, uh, has a good opportunity. You know? From experience, I know for a fact <laughs> that we have sold to places that we have never distributed yeah. to. That's what we hear all the time. We've which is never really been cool. in roses uh, down, yeah. you know, oh, I've yeah. never. Yeah. That so place is so fun. Yeah. So we went, and I was like, Oh my God, I my wife was with me. It's a small business. We all yeah. deliver beer. Yeah. And it's so not cool. just me. Yeah. It's my wife, myself and the kiddos. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey guys, before we go out to the beach or whatever, we got to go make a quick stop. Uh. God damn, I went there. I was like, what's going on in here? place is fucking rad. Yeah. You know, and yeah. like, so I discovered a lot of places. Like yeah. I was like, these are some cool, cool little spots that sell beer yeah. from necessity. Opportunity grows, man. Yeah. And if you guys like have the, the right equation to, to make it succeed, which it looks like, yeah, everyone's going to jump on board. I'm hoping so. You know, yeah. I mean, we're, 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 st we're still, it's not something that we're, we're, we want it to be successful. So it mm -hmm. still doesn't cost anything to use buyers, uh, people that are buying for their restaurants, bars, uh, liquor stores, et cetera. It, they'll never have to pay anything. It's all about, you it's know, it's convenient. It's convenient. It's super oh convenient to be able to add beer from three punks yeah. or uh, Bagby, uh, you from, know. from Chula Vista all the way up to Vista and yeah. everything in between, That's you know what I mean? <laughs> um, well, I was doing a play on words there, my friend. Nice. Uh, we put the Chula in Chula Vista. Chula Vista does not there's go well of, with yeah. Oh my oh God. God. Let me introduce you to something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it just kind of like bridges the gap and it makes it easier. You know, yeah. um, my partner at the Alwood does all the beer buying. Mm -hmm. And and plus it's a super small bar and we have like 
limited tap space. But for somebody who would have like a big bar set up and uh. don't want to deal with interacting with all of the vendors, uh. it's like, you know what? I know what works in my bar. I know what I want to buy. Uh. Bing, 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 boom. Well, Done. And, and honestly, I don't want any sales staff to get turned off ever because this is an opportunity. It's not taking your job away. It's adding a tool to your belt. It's amplifying it. Yeah. yeah. So it's, uh, you know, say someone orders something in your portfolio, that's an opportunity for you to go in say, thank you and say, Hey, I didn't put these kegs on keg seeker. I got like two six of this bourbon barrel yeah. this or that. And the what other. do you think? There's a, there's <laughs> an opportunity to stack that order in a way, you know what I mean? Relationship also, building. Um, yep. Make, make contact and with and, people and, you never had before or yeah. never even would have yeah, discovered. That's yeah. what I thought was the coolest when yeah. Kevin told me, he's like, bro, we're going to do keg seeker. I was like, okay, cool. Nice. So what are we doing? He's like, well, I'll get an email that tells me somebody wants his keg and then we deliver it. Yeah. I said, okay, cool. It's <laughs> that easy. That sounds vice awesome. Versa, vice versa <laughs> for, for the restaurant, the beer buyer, it's uh, cool to have new beers on tap because uh, for especially I'm sure roses might've not heard of three pumps, mm -hmm. which is stupid crazy. Uh, but, oh, you know, no. but, I, but I know that like, you know, I didn't know when Westbrew started, but uh, to see them, I that was the first time that I saw that they were actually sending out beer. I'm like, fuck yeah, I will go ahead and get some beer. What I thought was we'll cool for that account is she ordered Evo Brown, bro. She ordered Evo Brown, like it, which is our uh, like our Mexican uh, yeah. uh, brown ale, yeah. you know. And I was like, oh shit, nobody's ever like wanted to call this out. And she's like, well, it's because you know we're in Old Town, and you know it says Mexican. And I was like, yeah, fuck it, does that. <laughs> Handle it. That's go, cool. Uh, <laughs> I was like, uh, do it. And so, yeah, yeah. I, I just thought that was rad. So thank you guys yeah. for that. That's a, that's oh, a killer fun. opportunity for small yeah, brewers so like ourselves. The, the app itself is available on the, the play stores, but uh, the website's available as well. And it's a mobile friendly site. So whatever, whatever people are comfortable with, it's, it's really simple and easy to use. Um, and I'm stoked on it on the, on the sales side, what we're not seeing enough of, and, and maybe you can get in Kevin's ear about this is uh, on you can market from the site. So you can create these clickable emails and orders, you know, beautiful way of displaying your product. And then it's just click on the product you want. And you can, nice. you can create, well, and it sends well, you right to that. Well, look at so that. It's, it's really cool. You know, a cool opportunity to kind of spread spread uh, your your love to uh, buyers that are already on KegSeeker or add your buyers on that email as well. And it's Dude, just so a simple way to, to make things go. For all the beer buyers out there, for all the beer bars here, especially in the South Bay, there is a shit ton of them. So happy yeah. days, Ben. Get on it. Get on KegSeeker. Keg Come, Keg Come on. KegSeeker.com. Come on. South Bay ta that. Tap House. Come on. Get on it. Dino, Sanctum. Come on, Don. Come on, guy. All you guys in the South Bay that I know that we have relationships, we all friendly, we're all cool with each other. This is a great opportunity to bring a whole new layer of uh, brands to your spot that otherwise you may never even had an opportunity to do, yep. you know, keg seeker. So currently right now there is no monthly service charge Counts. to get in on this. You fucking up dog. You fucking up dog. We really want it to be a powerful tool. Mm -hmm. on both yes. ends. So it's, it's really about establishing it and, and proving ourselves, right? Yeah. Proving keg seeker to be a tool that your sales staff needs on that side and a tool that you can let use. Let show you. Liter first. Literally like I'll be in the cooler like, oh shit, I need a fucking Pilsner and an Amber. One, ah, one, there it is. Yeah, one handed, changing a keg. Da, da, boom, boom, bow, you know, it. it's, so you're yeah. telling me we have to create an icon that's killer to the eye, aesthetically pleasing. You're on it, boo. Yeah, we know we have it. You're already right. there. So you're telling me we got to so do that. Right, Flama cool. Blanca's on there. You're yeah. making it go, man. <laughs> right. Yeah, but Kevin took it over. I got to take it, it from Kevin. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep taking uh, it from How many breweries are currently involved with Cake Seeker? We have uh, right around 60. Fuck me. Uh, that's so awesome. Mm -hmm. And this is... 
I like so you whether guys. They're, whether they're, I like I like people that are fucking always looking for opportunities uh, to grow yeah. and build shit. That's rad. Well, this yeah. is an assistance, right? This is a, a way of helping. You know what I mean? This yeah. is kudos for creating uh, something that actually is a necessity for people uh, that makes something a lot easier that you already yeah. want to do. It just makes uh, it easier to do it. Yeah. yeah. Why, why learn. Not, why not learn, Caesar? Why not have another avenue of? Uh, <laughs> 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 not what I thought I was coming here for today, but yeah. here verbal lashings. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody does have any questions, Tyson at kegseeker.com. Boom, el vato, uh, There you go, just like ABC, that. always we'll be closing, bro. Handle it. Oh, my God. Do I have a new favorite white guy in the top tier group, bro? Yeah, no, I don't. Oh, my God. <laughs> Matt Sizzak will come running in here right now. Tyson, I like the way you get down, dude. Tyson, Hell yeah. Tyson is a favorite white guy all, in a lot. Is it really? Make yeah. it all available, yeah. right. babe. All right. Mine too. Let me know. Mine too. <laughs> if, you need, if, you, if you just need a hug, too, I'm here, boo. I'm fully, oh, fully vaxxed. Tyson, powerful hugs. Powerful. Fully vaxxed. Powerful hugs? Powerful hugs. Nice. Like just emotionally powerful? Both. <laughs> All right, cool. Just don't take, get too close. What? Yeah, oh. I have a pass. Oh. You kind of have to for a hug. Whoop. I have, I have a pass. <laughs> Mexican wife, I'm assuming? Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> Not too close on the hugs, my friend. <laughs> Speaking along those same lines of creating opportunity from different situations you guys went through a great tragedy mm. and found a way to turn that into something wonderful mm. and i want to talk about that yeah. i want to talk mm -hmm. about your foundation because yeah. uh, we we took notice because you know these yeah, knuckleheads over here tried to try to do something that what? you know we thought that you know was a necessity for our group oh you do like what do you say you called me a knucklehead i was like what the fuck did i do <laughs> that's a whole different we don't got time for today we're at 52 minutes um, but you guys did it out of something a place from your heart and a place that really I thought was wonderful so I want I want to hear more about Sam definitely uh, well lost my brother a little over two months ago uh, sudden not expecting we were supposed to go on a mandate um, on a Thursday he passed away that night uh, not feeling well and Ended up going into sleep and and you know, we're gonna say peaceful and yeah and feel good as good as you can about that. Um but one thing Sam was was an incredible, amazing dude. And uh all of four, energy. Four, 43, yeah, big old giant ball of energy. He made me look small and I'm I'm six two, two eighty. <laughs> um he uh was a special needs adult and uh inspired and and did amazing things that he wasn't expected to do Hell in his yeah. life Hell yeah. including uh, uh earned a driver's license in new york by memorizing and taking the verbal test and driving tests you know just if there was something he wanted to do he did it if there was a team he wanted to uh, try out for say in, in high school and he didn't make the team he was still a part of that team by warming people warming, warming the guys up or getting equipment, whatever he had to be a part of it, one way or another. Right? He was just uh, relentless in that way, and, and and that was inspiring. You know, his last uh, you know four or five years of of life, he spent uh, earning the title of global messenger in Special Olympics, which is an athlete that goes through a training of being able to public speak. And with that public speaking, he was able to to raise money for a Special Olympics. So he'd go and speak yeah. in front of crowds, and friggin' incredible. I, I you know Sam, you know. He always had a mouthful of, of, of things to say because he always paid attention and, and, you know, wanted to be a part of the conversation. Right. So speaking wasn't, but speaking in front of people, that's hard for anybody. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. That's not, that's not an easy task. So watching him uh, progress and, and do that was just uh, the proudest of, I've ever, you know, always proud of Sam, but man, proudest I've ever been, you know, just watching him take his, his energy and talent, didn't care about money, didn't care about 
age, sex, race, anything. You know, he just wanted to be a part of any community he, he could be a part of. Um, so, you know, in, in digesting uh, the loss, we, um, I know, I've spent every minute trying to think of how we could make Sam, you know, proud and continue a legacy. And, and uh, so we felt that that's, that's what would make him most proud is to put our energy towards something that he'd be stoked on, which was fundraising for special needs. I think he would have left it at special Olympics, but we're taking that a step further instead of funneling money into special Olympics, which we will definitely be donating and working with over uh, the rest of my life. Um, we're going to be looking to reach out to other nonprofit uh, organizations that are supporting and uh, contributing to special needs, children and adults. That is awesome. Man. So we're fucking that is we're awesome. really stoked on it. We, um, you know, we're not quite established yet as a 501c3. We have paperwork in and we're heading that way. I know you Turns guys, out that's a marathon. Yeah, it's, right? it's a marathon. Turns out that takes what? a little bit of time. But man, how much energy can we put into that right now? I know you guys are doing yep. uh, great work right now with with uh, with your nonprofit, and uh, we're heading in the right direction. That's what it, that's what that's what it takes. You know, it's heading. It, the most important part is you're trying to do something trying. to better something around you. We're not trying. We're doing it. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Very well put. Very space, well put. You know, we all know that it's, it's yeah. an investment. of. Time. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it, my right. man, you know, and it's not easy and it's not something that you can just say, I'm going to do this, well, this now. Is, that's, and that's what, you know, we, we were thinking about just an endowment initially, you know, which would just be raise money and funnel it. Yeah. No, let's put a little extra effort in. Cause I want to be able to write that, that check mm. and say, this money is going to renting that ball field, that van for transportation, equipment for this team, uh, that community center for this social event, et cetera. You know, I want to say that money that we spent time and people donated with this in mind is going there and not to, you know, say someone's uh, payroll. And, and that happens, that you know, totally and, and that's, that, finding that that's out, awesome that you bring that up. Yeah. That's awesome that you bring that up. Cause sometimes you just have to say, you know what? We'll do it ourselves, yep. you know, and, and we've discovered that that's what we, we have to do. I recently lost a really good friend of mine, but somebody that works here at the brewery mm. and I've known him for more than half of his life. And I was talking to, you know, some of the guys in our foundation, I was like, well, what is the best way to like honor. highlight, honor, create a legacy for somebody that's passed? And we're like, you know what, let's create a scholarship in his name. And, 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 and it's just random dots that we connected. turns out that he, went to school at one of the schools that are Treasure. one of the VPs like goes, he, he teaches there. He's a Dean of students. Mm. Yeah. So I was like, Hey man, my friend just passed away. He went to high tech high. Mm. One of the, one of the scholarships that I want to create is, you know, in his honor, the Dwayne bug, yeah. you know, scholarship in his honor through high tech high every year we, we give back. There's nothing more, I guess, powerful than, than, than doing that. Cause what do you want to do? When somebody passes away, you want to make sure that nobody ever forgets. Yeah, you right. want to make sure that you memorialize, you pay the greatest tribute. You create a legacy. Yeah, That's exactly what you guys are doing. It's like an yeah. everlasting ofrenda. Right? Yeah. And Take it easy. Say it, oh, say it again. Say it again. Oh, oh. Shut up, Caesar. Shut no. up, Caesar. Say it again. Ofrenda. I love it. <laughs> everlasting, right? This but is not something why. we just put up. No. One and once, done. Once a year. No. It's, it's that's easy. Right. And Tyson, that's, that's easy. That's yeah. why we, exactly. we called it Sam. We wanted to think of Sam's helping hands or some some sort of SAM recognition to it. So with the acronym of special assistance manifested, it just made sense. Beautiful. It just, yeah. um, beautiful everything. And that fundraiser you guys just had was, that was unbelievable. Yeah. Spectacular. Thank you both for contributing. Look at that dude. Both it was Kevin anyways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, 
under the same umbrella, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, so the outreach was and really, you know, it's overwhelming. Two months ago is when he, when he passed, and I'm just a, we just want to just got to move, you know, yeah. got to move forward one way or another. It's hard. Uh, so to do to kind of put something together in you know kind of a what one might consider quick, um, I was we were overwhelmed by the outreach from our beer and, and food community. It's a great feeling. It's incredible. It's a great feeling. Was, yeah. uh, it, I'm still taken aback. And I, I think, um, you know, as we get established as a 501 C three, it's going to, it's going to just snowball into a beautiful space. Yes, it will. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you it. guys are behind it. And like obviously you said, for your friend, for the creating right this scholarship, I think for us, really it's over there. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, with the, with everything that Sam really was passionate about athletics, um, he was a zoo volunteer. Nice. So with yeah. really uh, returning that in, um, you know, kids. Sam was a man about town. He Hell yeah. Yes. What you did he have like, in the first he year? He went through the training to be a red shirt at the San Diego Zoo. Hell yeah. And like, again, Sam is socially better than most adults that I know. Um, you know, learning learning ability was at a kindergarten, uh, reading, writing, arithmetic. Mm-hmm. But he fucking was the best bullshitter. He could get away, get around every conversation there was. It was amazing. So socially, he could interact with everybody, and he, oh, yeah. and he memorized these great, he you know, memorized. great facts, great facts here and there, you know. Um, so he became a volunteer at the zoo, and uh, every weekend that he, you know he wasn't working, so Saturday For and like Sunday, hours. he'd be there from open to close. Yeah. So within the first year and a half, he got his thousand hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Which is crazy. And he can walk you through that. And he zoo wouldn't come to like family dinners because I'm working at the zoo, Ty. Sorry, Ty. I can't every make it. Every plant. Gonna... I mean, he was phenomenal. We did this, this uh, tour with the kids when he first got his uh, red shirt. And uh, we're, t- we're taking the kids through. We walked by the giraffes, say hi to the giraffes. And then uh, we walked by the flamingos there, the zebra and the donkey. You know, you guys know where I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Uh, and then there's there were these red river hogs. Uh, they're, they're not there anymore, but we rolled up and we're like, oh, the Red River Hogs are in their cave. Too bad. And Sam's like, oh, don't worry. I'll call him Murph, Murph, Isabella, Murph. And they just come running. <laughs> <Toss them. laughs> I'm like, Dr. Friggin' Doolittle. Friggin Dr. Doolittle status over here. That's awesome. <laughs> I was like, Murph, Isabella, Sam, what the heck? It was, it was like awesome for our kids to see like, ah, oh, the, the uh, so proud. Yeah. yeah. It's just so cool, man. But that was him, you know, just always giving, always wanted to help. Um, uh, Again, didn't didn't care about money, didn't care about anything else except being, being, a, being a part of your life. Now that I'm fully yeah. aware of this, Stranger. anything we can do to help, man, we're we're here for all of it. We'll, be, know, we'll, that, we'll be reaching we'll, out and we'll be partnering. Anything same, yeah. same yeah. to you guys. Anything you guys. This is what I'm the golf tournament. This is yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like when when, yeah. when we can team up with other people that have the same outlook on mm-hmm. you know just kind of giving back and helping whenever we can. Absolutely, Absolutely. We're, we're all helping in different like areas and different aspects of a community, but ultimately it's all leading into the same communal pot mm-hmm. where we're giving back. So hell yeah, man, that makes me so happy that and we're going to inspire others in this way. That's you know? the goal. That's, that's, I mean, that's ultimately that's the goal with all of this, you know, you, you, you yeah. just create something. Listen, we, we have a thing on, on, on our podcast where it's called the Patreon, you know, where people sign up and, and donate money on a monthly basis. We started out and it was, we're at 90 now. You know, we're at 90 and people give you their 10 or $25 a month. And the thing that people are drawn to is because that money we use to fund events, Mm -hmm. that money we use to fund scholarships, you know, people always ask me, what did you guys do with that money? Well, 
initially what we use is to buy equipment, buy everything we need to kind of give ourselves a platform to kind of keep talking and pushing this out. Mm -hmm. We've done that already. Like we have everything we need to function as a podcast or as a, as a platform to which have people on who have other similar ideas. So now the next is like, okay, what are we going to do? One more set of headphones. Yeah. Let let, (laughs) somebody doesn't have headphones today. No, but ultimately like, what do we want to do? Well, we want to like bankroll events. We want to, we want to come in and write a, like you said, you said, doesn't write a check that says, you know, from the emo Brown foundation to Sam foundation to whatever other organizations are out there looking that we believe in. And we feel like this is best suited that we help and we get involved. That's all we want, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then I didn't, I'm an asshole, you know, and, 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 and I'm not, you know, I feel like this kind of gave me an opportunity to shed that skin. Mm. It's like, I, as soon as I had kids, I feel like I flipped the switch. Nice, yeah. And it's not like one of those things where it's like, I'm an asshole and I'm proud of it. It's like, no, I've always been like a dick. Like I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, nah. But then I had kids and I feel like my switch flipped. Mm. And ever since then I was like, oh man, this is my role. Yeah. My, this is my purpose. This is, this is what I need to do. Yeah. So now that I come, we're heavy into it. We're in the thick of it now, planning, planning events, setting up organizational causes, going and doing communal service. Like we're in it now. Now I feel good. You know, I, I feel really good about it. I, I was just telling wifey about it and she's like, well, it's good. Cause now the kids are at an age where they get to observe what's going on, exactly. you know? And it's exactly. like, okay, do these, like, you know, exactly. beach instead of learning how to cuss in English, Spanish and Tagalog or whatever dog, you know, we, we do it in all languages. Like now there's like, okay, there's a piece of trash. Let's pick up that piece of trash and put it away. Right. Oh, that's a person who needs something. Like, what can we do to help and do this person? And you know, that's the one thing out of everything I'm the most proud of is that the Emo Brown Foundation helps me teach my kids to be better. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'd love that. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. There's something to be said about that. I'm gassed. Everyone wants to leave a legacy. <laughs> well, I haven't really thought of another industry that supports things like that other than the beer industry. Mm-hmm. Right. I just, the, the community and the family and that's kind of a full circle in our conversation, mm-hmm. but it just, when we just sent out one email, the amount of response and support and just like, you know, vomit of donations that were yeah. just like, holy crap. We didn't even think this was possible. You know, we were hoping for a handful of items like cool shirts. We're good. Like that's good enough for us. But to have just this outpour and support at that event, yeah. it was just amazing. People yeah, want to cool. be part of something. Yeah. Yeah. People want to contribute and people want, you know, they might not have the means they might not have the platform. They may not have, what it takes to go out and do it, the know-how. Right. right. But as soon as like they figure, oh, wow, they're doing something I want to be a part of. It's crazy. And that's, that was, I think one of the coolest things and what, what you're going to see and what is always out there is there are people that have, that are monetarily secure enough to donate that way. Here's a check or here's a merch or something. Here's my time here. And then then here's my time. I can, I can't, you know, maybe I can't do this, but I can give time. And that's often more valuable. We appreciate the 5,000 donation. But if you, if somebody says, you know what, I, I want to contribute my time. I like I want to volunteer and give you four hours at this event those or I want to go. Exactly. I'm like, those events that you're going to roll this money into that to create more uh, revenue for these partnerships. Mm-hmm. That time is what you're going to need. Yeah. You're going to need people more than you are. Yeah. That, you know, that money, you're going to need people to help create. We're definitely that. joining forces, you know? Yeah. yeah. We're definitely, yeah, definitely sure. going to get it's down already, and do already these already things. And this is, a, this is a, a similar uh, parallel to the businesses that, that we create and that culture that we create within our businesses. When people see us doing good overall, they're going to support us For sure. and, and then help that growth. Yeah. Same, it's it's, it's, it's cyclical. And it's full kind of, circle. It all works. Yep. Calmate tu cyclical. 
Oh my god. Synergy. I said Synergy. The, I said the first oh. cycle. Synergy. Wow, wow. Damn, homie. He oh, said the wow. second one. Did you not learn this in Sinaloa? <laughs> How about St. Paul? I, I guess it, homie. Through chapter two of the Iglesia y Vaneras. Como un O. What did you say? Como un O. Oh, I heard something else, bro. Oh, I heard something. <laughs> I am not even going to repeat what I thought I heard, bro. But I was like, damn, Tyson, what? That was so beautiful. We were just there and you wrapped it up with. That's <laughs> for the uh, Patreons only. How on God's fucking green earth do you do all of these things with children, with businesses, and now with the foundation and social distance learning at school and having two little kids? Yeah. Like teamwork, man. It's crazy. I think that's, I mean, I think that if we, like, if I was working another job or if he was working another job, it wouldn't work. I think because we're working together, we're working as a team, we communicate all the fucking time. For better or for worse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes I call him and I'm like, I don't even remember what I was calling you. I was just calling you because. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. <was> the best. <laughs> um, but we talk all the time and it's just communication and we're trying to figure out a way, a method, a, some sort of structure and organization. What we have going for us are the kids. They're really dealt with this structure and organization that we've tried to put together. Um, you know, and they are older now that they kind of get it. They're independent. Um, they have their after school sports that we still attend and try to maintain. But gosh, by like, I think eight, eight thirty. We're zoning out. You make it to eight o'clock? Well, then we have- we That's have, rad. I can't go to sleep before midnight, man. Jeez. My brain doesn't go off. We have our laptops in our lap and we'll yeah. just sit and talk yeah. and American Idol in the background. And it's like, <laughs> wait, did you respond to that person or did I? Okay, group. You know what? That's right. cool. Yeah. That's awesome. That Because I mean, because you guys are on the same platform, even at home. Mm-hmm. You guys get, you can get shit done. You can tie up loose ends from mm-hmm. home. Like, did you do this? No, did you? Oh, fuck. Look, well, let's handle that. Major yeah. break that you have to take with the kids to make sure that we have that important time. They force you to, to, to prioritize your time. Yeah. Kids right. force you to build a structure. Yeah. You know, it's like, there's no alternative. They got to go to yeah. school. Yeah. They have to be in class. They have yeah. to be there. So it's like, okay. All those additional activities are so necessary too in, you know, rounding them out and, and continuing to, to grow themselves. Uh, and we have to be a part of that. Otherwise they're not going to get the full, that reach their full potential. Now, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, Christine, I'm gonna give Christina all the love on the, out of you, out of you. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Okay, start again. I'm going to give Christina all the love on the, the organization. And every, I mean, no, she's fucking awesome. real talk, man. But, We're nothing yeah. without the support and the guidance of our wives. You know, I'll go ahead and step out of the room real quick. Yeah. You don't have one. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 ad nauseum, I always say, you know, I, Wifey lets me get away with all of the things I have my fingers in because she's at home holding it down. You know, you are working side by side with your partner holding it down in addition to trying to hold it down at home. Right. That's a... (sighs) Yeah. Well, Salutations. Yeah. Well, thank you. But he. Tyson likes his button. That gets me out of so much dramas at home, bro. Just doing that. I love you, Wapa. You're amazing. Ah! <laughs> you have one. In, you have one in every room. <laughs> oh yeah. Like. <laughs> there's no intercom. There's just those buttons all over the house. Oh man. Well, Hard work. Yeah, Hard work, exactly. and you guys. But it's fun. Like yeah. I said in the very beginning, it's so much fun. Um, we get to work together and have a lot of, uh, you know, good experiences together. We're lucky. So, uh, we're just so happy that everything's back open. Yeah. You know, we can be back into the normal 
Because I think that, you know, real, 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 uh, real talk, he was working so much harder during COVID and yep. gone the entire time yep. than it has been just because. Motherfucker wanted to be essential. This is what you get. Right, right. <laughs> but, it was, but it was trying to figure it out. Where yeah. I mean, again, it was almost opening up two new restaurants. Yep. Because we had to reconfigure our, you know, protocols and what are the standards were for the employees, and so it's just you know we were a brewery who turned into a restaurant. Yeah, we're like okay yeah. now exactly. do, now what are we gonna do? We you know, turn into a delivery service. tacos. It is you know. Yeah, yeah. we received a few Crazy. deliveries from Caesar for sure. Yeah, that was fun. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was so much fun. <laughs> but that's and I think that's the thing that you you tip your hat to all these businesses that found a way. You know what I mean? And and uh, and and that's not to say anything poorly about businesses that didn't. Do it's very hard to navigate that conversation. Well, you know, yeah. Well, and th- and here it is. You know, there's so many places that literally didn't have the opportunity. Or you you crunch the numbers, you're like, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Let everybody, you know, take unemployment. We'll hunt for that PPP, hoping it comes through so that we can reopen someday. But it's it's fuck. It's just a tough decision. It, it takes and a team so places, to get all that shit we done. Have a couple of friends that didn't have a sidewalk to be able to put a tent out on. You know what I mean? So they had no choice, and they were, you know, some places were just more heavy beer and and. and but you, if you if you're just doing beer and wine and and you have a kitchen still, but you can't seat anybody outside and you're relying on to go and you might not be, people come there for the beer than, more than they do the food. Like, it's just, you really had to weigh what was, what was, what was worth it and what. It was a crazy time. Yeah. Oh my God. It's it was a stressful weird. year. It was an surreal. overwhelming we're, year. We're, I, I said a lot throughout the, the pandemic that we were really lucky that we were in the restaurant spaces we were in with the ability that we had, but there's so many places that, didn't have our luck. Weren't that so. fortunate, yeah. Well, okay, we'll wrap it up on that high note then. Shit, bro. <laughs> well, fucking damn, bro. <laughs> Tyson with the words of wisdom. <laughs> I'm happy I got to meet you guys. This yeah, is awesome. Well, Hell so yeah. I look forward to going to these spots now when they move to Chula Vista. <laughs> no, I'm going well, for no. sure. <laughs> Ooh, tell me more. <laughs> now you're you talking. Now you're talking. No, I, I'm. If I can walk there. It's an honor to finally sit down and actually meet and, and talk to you guys. You hear so much about certain businesses that are killing it and they're, and they're striving to make things better. I don't know them all, you right. know? So when I get a chance to sit down and get, and thank you, Caesar. When I get a chance to sit down and meet people like you guys, it's, it's just so much cooler. You know, we have a lot in common where we, you know, we have a family, we have businesses, yeah. we're in relationships and everybody's got to be in the same boat, paddling in the same direction for yeah. all this shit to work. Cause yep. if not, you're going to be paddling in circles and yep. that's got to suck. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, Only one way forward, baby. Tried thank you guys. No, thank you for having us. Nice. Fun. Pleasure. Caesar, this is all cause of you. I know. Uh, but I'm okay, let me give it a round of applause. As long as you don't hit the other button, we're fine. Oh, nice. We look uh, forward to everybody going out and visiting West Coast and everybody going out and visiting O'Brien's. Right now, where can they get more information about the foundation? Is there of all of the things you guys or? are invited yeah. involved uh, in rather? Right now, until we get established, we're on uh Facebook and, and, and Instagram. Okay. Uh, special assistant manifested. Hell yeah! All right, uh, and then, uh, or Sam. Same thing. Um, with- we we look forward to being established to being able to release uh, more more goodness and opportunities yeah. to to contribute. But, uh, but we we know that it's important to, to be established first. So. Hell yeah, guys! Yeah, we're there. Keep up the excellent work. Yeah, you too. Thank you. We're, you we're, well. we're we're fans. To I'm a fan. I'm, yes. Oh, it's coming, man. Yeah, Don't even trip. It's oh, coming, guys. It's, it's definitely uh, coming. Yeah. I worry not. Peace and love. Cheers. Love you. Oh. Salute. <laughs>